Let's take a look at the Binbok Play Evo game controller. If you're looking for a pro controller alternative, well then maybe you wanna check out something like this that we'll be looking at today. Now, quite a while ago, Binbox sent us this, the pro controller with crack as they called it. And well, I did a review of this and there were some things I liked and some things I didn't like. And I even actually had to take this controller completely apart to shave down the paint that was around the buttons because the buttons got stuck when you pushed them. So there was an issue and they assure me that so many things have been upgraded. So let's take a look. This is not a full blown review. If you wanna see the review, go down there and subscribe. Let's crack on with it. So here is the box. Inside the box, you get the charging lead. You also get a manual. Here's the charging lead. It is USB-C, woohoo! So there's a USB-C cable just there. Throw that away as well. And then let's take a look at the controller, which is already lighting up, which is insane. And boom, there you go. Look at that, that is insane. Like that is crazy. Straight away you can see compared to the old one, it's a different shape and it's larger. So th this one, the old one is more like the Switch Pro controller. It's basically a direct ripoff of the Switch Pro. Whereas this one, you can see it's actually different. This this one, the new one, the Evo, is looking more like an Xbox controller. Let's just try it compared to this one. So straight up, this one feels a little bit more like sticky, like especially on the back. So there's the back and there's the back. And you can see on this one, there's loads more buttons, which I'll come to in a minute. But the actual design, like the material is so much nicer. This is more like a matte sort of finish, which, doesn't feel sticky, it's more smooth, and it's not like rubbery, but you can tell that it's coated in some sort of like paint or something, and that's actually really, really nice. <laughs> that feels really, really good, compared to this one, which definitely, like you could probably hear it. Right, and then this one, much, much nicer, right? And you can see straight up that the button layout is different. So on this one on the left, you've got the minus plus screenshot and home just there like a pro controller. And then you've got a T and a little triangle down here for the lights and the turbo. This one, you've got a home button in the top just there, which looks really, really cool. You've got a minus plus screenshot lights. You've got a D-pad, you've got your joysticks, you've got your face buttons, which have like a white in them, whereas the old one was just kind of like, you know, sunk in black. On the back, we now have an M1 and an M2 button, which are like really grippy. They've got like this stippled effect like plastic on, which is super, super grippy. We've got an M button, we've got a T button and like little waves. So that little wave thing is for rumble and being able to change the different stages of rumble. Then we have the M, which is for targeting these two M buttons on the back. So they're like macro buttons, but you can use them for a single button. So you could assign whatever button you want to whichever side or you can actually do macros. And what I mean by macros is you could do a combination of button presses to one side or the other, and then you press it once and then it will repeat those button presses that you've just done. On the top, we've got our USB-C charging port. We've got the bumpers and triggers, which look really nice, actually. Like, look at those, those look really plasticky, and those are looking way nicer. And they're a different shape as well. So the ones on the left here, the old ones used to flick up, whereas these ones are like, you know, they, they just look a lot nicer, they really, really do. What this has is apparently an upgraded crack design, which I really like. It definitely feels nicer. And let's see if the buttons 
Hey, these buttons don't stick at least. It definitely looks nicer in general. The joysticks themselves are actually Alps joysticks. So they are Alps joysticks. If you don't know what they are, they're like a Japanese joystick essentially, which loads of people use and love. And they have now chosen Alps joysticks. And there's two modes for the joysticks. If you don't know what dead zone is, dead zone is when you move the stick and there's maybe like 10, 15 degrees of movement before it actually registers as an input on the Nintendo Switch. So you could be stood still, right? Let's pretend I'm the character and I'm pressing right, I'm pressing right, I'm pressing right, still nothing. And then once I hit that margin, then I'll start turning right. Yeah? So loads of people hate Dead Zone and I always do Dead Zone tests on all my controller reviews. But these, the Alps joysticks, there's actually a button combination where you hold the M button on the back and then click in the left stick or the right stick and it will vibrate to let you know it's activated, then goes into no dead zone mode, which is more for like shooters or people that just really want the best accuracy at all times. So every time you turn the controller on, it's not on. So the dead zone mode is like not on. When you press M and then click one of those in, it will vibrate to let you know now no dead zone mode is on. And if you press the same button combination, it will vibrate twice to let you know that it's off. So apparently there's no dead zone. I will test that in the review, not in this video, so make sure you're subscribed. But these have out joysticks with that sort of thing. Let's just do like a bit of a comparison between these, these two. Oh yeah, so much nicer, like so much nicer. And they've listened to me, yes! But on this one, on the old one, there's like the cracked design all the way around the joystick and you can feel it, it's horrible. You can feel that sort of like paint all the way around there and it grinds and effectively over time you're going to wear that paint down and it's going to give you like drift because all that dust and debris is going to go into the joystick and cause drift so i didn't like that and i complained about that in the review of this one whereas on this one you can see there's actually like a light ring all the way around and that is super buttery smooth that is just so much nicer and the joysticks are firmer than the old ones as well and i definitely prefer the feel of it it is so much better it really really is let's just compare the like face buttons quickly oh these on the old ones are like really, really like stiff to actuate and you can feel the paint sticking on them. Whereas on this one, it's actually really, really nice and smooth, like much faster actuation. There's no like pre or post travel on these buttons. Definitely feels nicer. Let's just test out the D-pad. Ooh, weird. That's very weird. Can you hear this? The D-pad is clicky. Weird. Whereas the other one, the old one, is not. So the old one you could just roll around and it's, you know, it's okay, it's not too bad. But this new one is clicky. I, I'm not too sure what to make of that until I actually properly test it out and maybe like a beat em up or something. Let's check out the triggers. So on the old one, you've just got like digital triggers and they're a bit mushy. I don't really like them that much. Whereas on this one, oh, they're clicky. So on the top, nice and clicky and on the, oh, Analog triggers, yes. Okay, this is so much better than I was expecting. There's analog triggers. So you're thinking, Andy, what's analog trigger? Well, instead of it being a button press like this, or like this, where click, 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 that's it. That's all you have. This goes all the way down. So there's varying levels 
of pressing. So for example, just off the top of my head, playing Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube, the GameCube had analog triggers, and if you pushed it down a little bit, Flood would let a little bit of water out. If you pushed it down a lot a bit, then Flood would let loads out, right? But on the normal Switch controller, or even the old Binbok one, it's either on or off, so it's full or nothing, right? Let's also say acceleration in a driving game, right? On the old one and the Switch Pro controller, if you press it, you're just full speed, that's it. There's no varying control. Whereas on an analog trigger, you could be like a little bit of speed, bit more speed, full speed, you know? So that's what an analog trigger is. And that, those feel so much nicer. And they actually, they're like flared out at an angle and they just feel really nice. Like they've really improved this. <laughs> Both of these, have wake functions. So if I press and hold this, you'll see that the switch does effect, like eventually turn on and it gives me a little vibrate to say, oh, hey, the controller's on. And there we go. So they do have wake functions. So the other thing as well is lights. Ooh, spooky. Here we go, look at that. That looks so, so much nicer. Like how cool is that to look at? As opposed to this, which you can see where the lights are. You can see where the RGB LEDs are. And that's just not very nice. Whereas that, look at the comparison. I know this isn't turning on, it's because Pokemon is a one player game, but look at the comparison straight away. Like that is spectacular. That looks really, really good. And you can change the colors. Like look at that, like Christina would love that. These are really cool. And if you double press the light button, it goes into a different like mode. I think the colors are changing as it goes around slowly, which is a really nice effect. I do like that, but it goes all the way around, like not on the back, but all the way around the sides and the top. And I, I really like the look of that. It looks very, very cool. And the other thing it has too, is gyro. So yes, this does have six axis gyro. So all your motion control needs, you can use this controller with it. This basically has everything other than NFC for your amiibos, but you know, is that really a big deal? I don't really think so. So you've got Alps joysticks, you've got better crack design, you've got a clicky D-pad, you've got analog triggers on the back there. You've got various rumble degrees and you've got turbo as well. So turbo is where you assign like one button. So if I put turbo on A, if I press and hold A, it would repeat that for me over and over and over. So you've got that too. It's got six axis gyro. There's, there's just so much it's got. And like I said, it's got those Alps joysticks with the dead zone and no dead zone mode, which is crazy. So let's just play a little bit of Pokemon, shall we? Again, like this seems to be really nice. The vibration's actually really good. Like I wasn't expecting the vibration to be like massively good, but I'm not too sure what stage it's on right now, but I'm actually liking that. It does feel nice. So let's see if how loosely I can push that. No, I have to push it all the way down to throw that, but I think that's just because the game doesn't support analog triggers. There's not lots of games on the Switch that support analog triggers, but I imagine they work fine on other ones. I will have to test that out. Now, it does feel good, you know, like this does feel really nice. But of course, I will do an in-depth review of this controller in the near future, so make sure you subscribe. But let's talk about the price, shall we? So how much is the Binbok Play Evo controller for the Nintendo Switch? Well, currently, this controller can be found on Binbok's website for £27.70, so under £30. And if you're in the US, this works out at $33. So that is a pretty good asking price, if you ask me. Considering here in the UK, an official pro controller 
costs what, between 60 and 70 pounds. Obviously those go down in sale quite often, so you might be able to find them cheaper, but that's quite a good asking price for this, I must admit. I'm not too sure on how much shipping costs, and I would say, you know, in terms of how long it would take, you're probably looking at a couple of weeks. Just as a first impressions, for under 30 pounds, even as a spare controller for somebody else to use, this pretty much has it all. I'm actually excited to properly test this controller out and do the full-blown review because at under 30 pounds, this is looking really, really good. I'm liking the features that they have implemented here and it does excite me. So I will be testing this out. So make sure you go down there and subscribe. And of course, if you wanna look at some other controllers, well then check them out just here because why not? Check these controllers out and then, you know, subscribe. Subscribe and then check these out and I'll see you next time.